How do you fix the ball toss on your serve? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Don't forget to enter our Twins of Miami live ball contests. We're going to do a drawing right here for the giveaway on November 20th on the podcast. All you got to do to enter is log on to the show notes or BackhandCity.com. Just have your email handy and you will be registered. Well, today's episode, three ways to fix the ball toss on your serve. Now, this kind of ties into our last uh, episode of overthinking. I think people can get in a bit of a conundrum with their ball toss because they're overthinking the movement, and it's a very subtle and uh, apparently simple movement, but people can kind of get unraveled with the ball toss. So I'm just going to give you a bit of an auditory and visual description of how to overcome this. First, I'm going to give you a technical or mechanical consideration when it comes to your ball toss. And let's just assume for uh, purposes of demonstration that you're right-handed. All right, so you're going to use your left hand to do the ball toss. And you're going to raise that arm up in the air with the ball in hand, and you're going to toss it above you and hit this beautiful serve. Now, there's three hinges to this left arm when you're doing a ball toss. If you could just imagine, you can flop your wrists, that's an hinge. You can bend your elbow, that's another hinge. And of course, you can lift your arm up and down from the shoulder like a crane. So the question is, which hinge is most important for your ball toss? Is it the wrist, is it the elbow, or is it the shoulder? Well, the answer is the shoulder. That is the cleanest way to elevate the ball up and down. So you want to keep your wrist and your elbow relatively stable yet relaxed. You don't want them rigid when you're doing the ball toss. I think what happens is a lot of people get loose in their wrist and the ball goes flying everywhere. So you need to keep that wrist and elbow relatively comfortable and stable and just relax and lift up from the shoulder like a crane. Number two, this kind of has to do with the wrist and the palm and the hand together. How do you hold the tennis ball? Now, there's no golden rule to holding the tennis ball, but you just want it to be comfortable. Some people will hold their hand flat and put the ball in there and elevate it up in the air. I've seen some people hold the ball sideways and elevate it that way. You want it to be comfortable and have a very loose grip where you don't lose control of the ball. And you don't want the ball rolling around in your palm so it's like a, a ball in a, a teacup. It should be firm as you're elevating it. So you have to get a feel for the tension you want. Now, depending on how big your hand size is, you're going to want to get as many fingers as possible on the ball. Obviously, the thumb is going to have the biggest influence there. It's got the most power. You're probably going to use the index finger. You're probably going to use your middle finger and maybe a little bit of the fourth and fifth finger. The pinky might get involved if your hand's small. If you have a large hand, it might not matter as much. Now, the second thing, how high do I, or the third thing, how high do you throw the ball? 
Well, what I want you to do is just hold your racket hand, your right hand, since we've demonstrated here as a right-hander, up in the air as high as you can. And your reference point is, is you're going to toss the ball slightly above the apex of how high you can hold your racket because you want a little bit of time as that ball floats to the apex and it just starts to descend. That's when you're going to come through and hit the ball with your racket when you're serving. One great practice tool for this to give you a little bit of a spatial awareness is go stand up against the fence and just practice tossing. Don't even, you don't even need your racket. With your left arm, if you're right-handed, up and down the side of the fence. And try to make it go right up alongside of the fence and drop back down into the ground. Typically, if you're standing on the tennis court, and you've probably heard this before, if you're facing the service box, you have 12 o'clock straight in front of you, and you have 1 o'clock to the side if you're a right-hander. Have the ball land around that 1 o'clock point. If you're left-handed, it'll be 11 a.m. And just practice tossing this up and down. You don't even need the racket at this point. Let's just focus on the non-dominant hand, which is a left hand on the right-hander and the right hand on the left-hander. And just get used to the motor skills of throwing the ball in the same area every time. Once you get good at this, it's going to free up the other technical parts of the serve because you can just trust that you can throw the ball in the same spot every time. Once you get good at that, now I want you to incorporate some shadow swings without hitting the ball so both the toss hand and the racket arm are going up together. You're still not hitting. You're just now coordinating the full movement, and you're working on throwing that ball consistently up on this imaginary platform every time. Do it five, six, seven, ten times in a row. You'll start to notice your arm fatigues a little bit. Keep going. Let's drive that exercise into your game. So I hope that helps. If you're an indoor person and you're obsessed with tennis, and of course, who isn't an indoor person, right? You got to go home somewhere. But depending on your ceiling height, you can throw the ball up to barely reach the ceiling and drop down into your hand. Throw it up and take it down. There's no reason not to have a bad toss. It just takes practice. And you got to remember the three hinges, the wrist, the elbow, and the shoulder. Keep the wrist and elbow quiet and let the shoulder lift the toss up and down as a crane. Well, I hope this helps with your ball toss. Thanks for listening. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you get notified of our daily updates. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. That's when push comes to shove. I believe it was inevitable. That's when push comes to shove. Could this be the one that got away? I get the message, guess I knew it all along.